Welcome back, haters. Boys are back with another episode of You Hate to See It, where we talk about all the things you love and hate to see. As always, I'm KP, and I'm joined by my brothers, the Magic Man, Mikey Dimes. Mikey Dimes, what's up, y'all? I'm joined by Chief Hater, D Wild, aka Dr. Hate. Yes, sir. The Bayless. One and only. We're not about to let that one not. This I'm about to add that, to, add that to the intro. We're about to have the Daenerys intro. <laughs> and last but not least, the one and only Citadel Zone Archmaester Alex, aka Darth Hilius, aka Agor Martell, first of his name. Let's go. We in we doing today, fellas. We're doing great. Yes. Doing great. We're doing great. Doing great. We had a classic Thrones app, man. Classic. Classic yeah, yeah, we got a real good, really good episode uh, number two of House of the Dragon. But before we get into that, spoiler warning, if you have not seen episode two of House of the Dragon. Super duper spoilers. <laughs> get the fuck out! <laughs> All right. Now that they're out of the way. Let's uh, make like the crab feeder and uh, get it cracking. I'll be here all week, down. ladies and gentlemen. He's no oh, Sam J. Marvelous Kate. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. All right, so speaking, speaking, yeah, go ahead, KP. Speaking, speaking of my man, big big crab. <laughs> um. So we get we start off the, the episode with uh, some footage of him doing his thing. Well, you know, he's got the people. You even jump that man. What, what oh get shit! That? My bad. My bad. Oh. My bad. My bad. Hold on, I'm jumping Damn. the gun, man. Hey, we got a new motherfucking opening credits, man. How about there that? We right? go. Let's go. Let's go. Mm. All new right, credits. So. Let's go. New opener. Uh, this, wait this, for this. Obviously, we get the classic. Game of Thrones score, Ramin Jawadi, you know, is classic. Is back. I'm not gonna lie to you. When I was when I was looking, I was like, what what am I looking at? I was trying to like I was looking, I'm like, uh, okay, it's so obviously blood, but I was like, what where is this? Like, what is it supposed to be? What what did y'all think? At first so when I, I was watching Oh, go ahead. Yeah, at, at first when I was watching this, I was like, Oh shit, here we go. It's like what? It's the same thing, but I mean it's fine because it was fire to begin with. I mean, you don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? So keep keep mm-hmm. keep yeah. it rolling. Keep it rolling. But while I was watching this, I was thinking, like, this clearly isn't Westeros. Um, where the mm-hmm. fuck is this? And I was like, oh, wait, is this, this has to be old Valeria. Because, of course, you see, like, a bunch of, like, dragon symbols and everything. And I was like, this, like, this has to be, like, old Valeria. And, like, this, like, the, and also the production on this, on just on oh this, like, God. it's, yo, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, the uh, CGI team, the, the designers for that, yo, they were going. That budget must have been like, crazy. <laughs> I never like that was that amazing. Is, hey, they the showed them, showed them the bag, and they came through because mm-hmm. that that production was ama- amazing. And I'm, I'm sure um, you might you might get into this, you know, too, KP. But 
as I was like wa- like watching through this and then um watching through like some YouTube videos and just kind of seeing uh like how how everyone else is kind of reacting to that the episode as a whole. Like uh you can you can um it kind of it's kind of hard to see like what's happening, but the intro is basically just a giant family tree of the Targaryens mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. and from the like the very first symbol that we see is like a like a the uh, representation of the doom of Valyria because you see like the dragons kind of getting fucked up. You see the mountain cracked in half and like fire everywhere. So I guess like the doom of Valyria and it goes all the way down to like the la- the very last one you see before you see the big, like a uh, blown out version of it is uh, like the, like what uh, a representation of the dance of the dragons, which is basically like the entirety of the Targaryen civil war. Like we're only covering like a small part of it. At least in this season, like the Dance of the Dragons is a very long and convoluted and drawn out and very gory and crazy story that we're only now just getting. Like we're just now getting. Yeah, the, it's not even. It's not even close. It. And it's it's, but this is whew, man crazy. Yeah, that intro, man. So. I saw it, well, it leaked on Reddit like a couple days early. I sent it to a group. I don't know if y'all watched it or not. Nope. I was trying to stay away not. from the spoilers. Yeah, it's I, was, yeah, it's I a, saw it. It's an intro thing. You're going to see it 50 more times. So. <laughs> you can only see it once for the once, first time. Once for the first right? time. Yeah, exactly. you can only be confused one time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the All fuck right. is going on in that shit, man. I guess... Man, I don't fucking know, man. I wasn't really. I was looking at blood. That blood looks so fucking real. That blood did look it, fine. Like yeah, I thought it was the fucking Nile River. Like when the fucking when fucking Moses sent the fucking like God sent the plagues on the fucking Egyptians. That shit was like God, God, that damn. shit was, it was scary, man. That I, I lowkey thought it was the Red Keep, like um, the secret passages of the of the Red Keep. Like when when I kept watching, I was like, okay, maybe that's what it is. But it makes sense that it was kind of like supposed to be old Valyria, so. Yeah, old Valeria family tree. It was just because I think just like the angles that they took in it was like it was like very zoomed, like zoomed in. You couldn't really get like a a broadened out picture of it. And I think they they kind of wanted it to be a bit a bit misleading and kind of confusing uh-huh. just on purpose. Um, I think that was you know by intent. It wasn't as like easy to follow as the last one. But like KP said, you're gonna see it you know tons of times you know, from going on. So it's like, you know, we'll be able to pick up more and more as more and more episodes come. But just Ooh. hearing that song, knowing they didn't change anything, I think I think that was a good, like, stylistic choice. And now I hope for, like, all of the shows in the Thronesverse that they keep that kind of continuity. Oh, they, they definitely like, yeah, I, they I definitely. feel like they need to keep that continuity because it's, like, it's sure. iconic at this point. And I feel like this intro is, is going to be, like, for every episode, I think it's going to be the same because remember in Game of Thrones, like, they would show like different kingdoms or different uh, holdfasts within Game of Thrones. Like, all right, we're going to be in Winterfell, so let's show that. We're going to be in King's Landing. We're going to, we're going, they're going to like they shoot. They showed all the castles where where the episode is going to be. So, yeah. in this season, I, or House House of the Dragon, I think it's be a little bit different just because it's just showing the lineage. So, but I like to see. I'd like to see in the future if it if it does change at all. Yeah, I mean, the lineage is cool a bit confusing it in itself, too, though. So oh, that's, yeah. like, cool. I wish yeah. we could get a map, though. But we'll touch on later, because they'd be talking about shit, and I'd be like, bruh, I, I got to hit Google <laughs> real quick. And I'd be like, oh, half of these houses weren't in the last show. So I'm like, we're the, I only right. know, like, the, I only know the main mm-hmm. houses of, like, each region. So I'm like, which the fuck house was this one in which 
region, you know, but we'll, yeah, we'll have I guess, uh, but... Mr. Mr. Alex, you know, fill us in on that stuff later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, I mean, I guess like we don't really we haven't been to any of these places. We just kind of hear about them, but yeah, yeah. I guess a, a map would be kind of helpful because like who the fuck knows where the fucking Dornish marshes are and House Malister and all that shit. You know, I want to say yeah, House Malister is a new for me. Well, they were talking about the Dornish marshes are like right in between, like right at, like north of like the the Red Mountains in Dorn and like in between the Reach and where Dorn is. So kind of like mm-hmm. some flat land ish. That's like it's kind of flat, but not really. And then the Malister is also from the Reach. I imagine I imagine the Doris marshes are similar to like it's like the southern version of the neck, like you know like where that is where the where um like like the the path between the north where uh the riverlands and the north that little passageway you have to get through, you have to go through where um yeah. but it's where, not like as salty it's not like where the the reach reach from. From. yeah yeah but it's like the southern version of that yeah but not like a full on swamp like the neck is though. yeah. But yeah, listen yeah, to these not. nerds dis- discussing geography of, of Western. <laughs> exactly. Right now, man. Hey, about, one thing about you hate to see it, you're going to leave with more Thrones knowledge than, than you came with. Geography yes, is sir. everything, bro. That's facts. Man. That, That's man. Facts. Niggas don't right. even know their capitals, but they know where the fucking Dornish March is. <laughs> <laughs> I know most, some capitals. I know a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> it depends on the capital. Right. <laughs> All right, so. As we were gonna do, you know, let's 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 get into this thing. Let's talk about uh, my man Big Crab, who we see first things first. I see this man feeding a bunch of uh, Westerosi sailors uh, to some crabs, and like that shit was hella nasty, man. The crabs were getting their lick back for all the crab boils right there, you know? <laughs> right? Past <laughs> anti-rising crabs, for so they had to get their lick back on that one, but um. So we start, uh, you know, seeing the trouble in the stepstones, and then we go right into a small council meeting. Corliss is like, "Yo, what the fuck is up, man? Hey, the crab feeder, fucking my niggas up in the stepstones, man. Like, <laughs> like let's 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 run it." And then uh, you know, he gets kind of yeah, played a little bit. So, what do we think about that first small council scene, um, including Rhaenyra's interjection? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, yo, we got dragon. Let's fuck these niggas up. Ray, first of all, that's Rhaenyra, that interjection, I knew it was coming. Because, like I said, like, I, when, when I heard that, I was like, ah, there's Danny. There she <laughs> is. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> there she is. There she is. Because, like, first of all, Viserys is being a bitch. Like, show your strength. <laughs> you got however many dragons. Rhaenyra is a dragon rider. Like, I mean, you got to do something. And this is, like, again, like the first of many slights to Corliss in this episode. But I thought it was a good a good way to kind of show like again like I said in the first episode I don't know I need to see more from I need to see more from her before I, I crown her but when I when I saw the setup of this I was like oh she's definitely gonna say something I'm glad she did I think it's just like I mean like Corliss is that nigga is about that action like nigga is ready to get active he was like oh we like we're doing this like bro let's go rally the troops like this nigga you know this nigga pulled up on me so let's do let's do it he went he went back he was like we're getting the navy we're gonna pull up we're gonna fuck these niggas up like they took out one of my ships y'all said last time like we shouldn't be worried about pirates I told you bitch asses let's go I was like let's go told you told you they was about to fuck my shit up like come on now also 
let's not forget that there's been a time skip since the first for the first or second episode. So it's been like six months of them of of them bullshitting in the stepstones, and Corliss is like, "Yo, um, what's up?" So yeah, I've hey, probably been that. bitching for six. He's been bitching yeah. for six months. He's like, I've been, I've been letting y'all niggas know that these niggas been scheming, and now them niggas took down one of my ships. What the fuck you gonna do? Auto, Auto's bitch ass will give you, will repay you, and get a family's nigga. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck hey. that shit. I agreed. Nobody listen to the black man. Nobody wanna listen to the black man. Yeah, man. It's fucked up, man. But. So, um, hey, but, um, you know, is, uh, I, have a, I have a question though. So, oh, um, this crab feeder dude, this, uh, this mirrorish prince, does he have grayscale? Yes. yes. He looks uh, hella it crusty. Was, yes. It was, con- it was confirmed in the, um, like behind the, that, the, if you okay. watch the house that was built, like when mm-hmm. they talk about how they made the episode and stuff, they give you some tidbits onto that. That nigga, that nigga is a nasty nigga that has great Yeah, I do this. Like, like, he's got like a deformed Sons of the Harpy mask, like that he's like, you know, recovered from random shipwrecks and piecemeal together. Like his armor and everything, everything that goes into that is actually really cool, but they make one nasty looking villain with that and, and the hammer that he uses. It's like one end blade, one end like spiked hammer. It's, it's pretty fine. Like he, he's got a cool like kind of villain setup. Yeah, which yeah. is yeah. crazy because like this dude, if he this dude apparently confirmed to have grayscale, so he's had it for like at least more than six months because he because he, he clearly got this before he got to the step zone. So he's so he's had grayscale for at least a year. I would have thinking I would have thought that maybe it would have already turned him into a zombie by then, by this point, <laughs> and it hasn't. So if if either grayscale works on a much slower time frame than what we than what we originally thought or this dude is like built different and might actually be a problem yeah he's he's different man i fuck with crab feeder cuz like we don't hear him say nothing you know we just see him like committing acts of terror which is like all right man this nigga scary as fuck man he got grayscale fucking nailing niggas to crosses and letting crabs eat him like i want no smoke with this guy like, yeah, I'm, we'll not, I'm not i'm not going to lie like this guy, he does seem scary, but I don't know if he's formidable, man. Like, Jeez. I, I don't, I don't know, man. Just because of what I know, I mean, they got dragons. I just, just burn their fleet. That's all. Oh, yeah. That's all we do is burn the fleet. Unless, unless we can, unless they got, you know, uh, accuracy like the Lannisters when they when they shot down uh, Rhaegal. Yeah, yeah, they're about to be like Euron, bro. Maybe they got yeah, like Euron. The thing is, they had dragons, bro. and they had the greatest manor Game of Thrones ever seen with Corlys and his fleet. Like, I think they straight. Like, hey, I mean, they should hey, according be straight. To the, according to the the preview for the next episode, they was throwing hands at least for a little bit. So, I oh, mean, I don't get right. Don't worry. I mean, like, yeah, I think I think they're doing another. I mean, we're we're jumping ahead, but I think they're gonna they're gonna probably do a time jump, and that niggas is losing because like that niggas did not look to be like like you know he seemed to be a little like sieges take long, right? Remember when oh. Jamie was trying to siege to get um, the blackfish out of the Riverlands? Like sieges take a long amount of time. That nigga Jamie said, "Like, hey, I'm not trying to wait that long. I'm gonna launch and." And Muratelli's baby into the fucking moat if you don't open up this fucking shit. Like, sieges take a long amount of time to actually kick people off of an island, you know? So I think 
Like, you know, it's, and while like, yes, they could, they could probably win. It's not as easy or as like clear cut. Right. As I don't think it's going to be as easy as I make, as I think it's going to be, but. Oh, it's I, not easy. I, I, I don't know. And, and let, right now, like, because we're, we're seeing the Targaryens at the height of their power right now. With all their dragons, yeah, real, yeah. the greatest mariner the world has ever seen. I mean, it, it should be a gentleman's sweep, really. That's, that's what I'm okay. thinking. Okay, all right, you say that, but the Targaryens and the greatest mariner the world has ever seen are at odds currently, you know what I'm saying? So that's why it's only one Targaryen that, that's rolling with, um, you know, we haven't gotten there yet, obviously, in the part of the pod, but there's only one Targaryen that's rolling with Big Corliss, so, man, you know, it's going to be tougher than, than it, you might let on. Yeah, well, like I said, like Dante said, it looked like they were, them boys was in distress <laughs> in <that laughs> preview, so we're, we're going to see. It's going to be, like, this episode was, was a great episode, but it's also even better of a setup episode for what's going to happen, so. Absolutely. Yeah, that's like a classic, that's how I said it. it's it's a classic Thrones episode. Like, so much, hap- so much happened without, like, Actually, not a lot happened. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Then, so after Rhaenyra's interjection, they're like, "All right, let's get this bitch out of here. <laughs> let's go send her to go uh, go look at some boys. You know what she's good at." So they take her out <laughs> to Which go. Which is crazy find because the... she's the heir. Like you would think they treat like, her with some more respect. Like she's. It's not like she just got named heir. She's been heir for like six months at this point. Like show her some respect at all. Right, didn't change at all. Because they they, they know they're like, yeah, don't worry, King's gonna marry. He's gonna have some more heirs, and they're just like they're they're really slighting her. But I think it's kind of funny how like you were saying, like they go, they give her, I guess, to make her feel important. They give her the job to choosing the new King's Guard, and like little do they know, like this decision is gonna play factor in huge in the plot later on down the line. It's kind of like. One of those, one of those Easter eggs that we get to see, like this is, yeah, this isn't that important, but it really is. Absolutely. So you know, as they go to the little courtyard, which is getting a lot of a lot of minutes this season, it's getting a lot of minutes. It's 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 cool. You know, we saw um, Cersei had the map painted there uh, in Game of Thrones. That's where she fucked up Littlefinger. You know, so it's cool to see that kind of courtyard getting under the But um, so she. They introduce a couple guys, uh, and all these these knights of summer, man. They all they all bitch made, man. Sweet summer children. We got one, this one motherfucker. Got damn, got nominated for doing a citizen's arrest. Facts. Like, I was like, on, nigga, yeah, the nigga was just he was like a would be poacher. I'm like, damn, poacher. nigga, nigga can't catch a squirrel. Like, nigga was hungry. We hiring poachers now to to protect the president. Come on, uh, come on now. That's what happens when it's peacetime, man. These mm-hmm. boys get soft, man. Kristen uh, Cole seems to be the only person with um, with some combat experience, so Brenira picks him. And uh, like Mike said, you know that's that's got some big implications, man. This is a guy who you know was a nobody six months ago, and now he's one of the most powerful knights in the realm. So. You know, that can impact a lot of shit going forward. So that's definitely something you want to look out for. Oh, yeah. I think it's important. I think it's important and it just shows how, like, Rhaenyra focuses more on, instead of, you know, names and titles, like Otto was trying to say, oh, we should consider some other people because they're yeah, key fuck allies. Otto. 
from exactly. Well, but, um, they're from they're from important families. She's like that nigga is not a bitch, and he's qualified <laughs> for the job. Like that nigga is just qualified for the job. Hey, Rhaenyra in this episode, she's she showed I think at least three times her savvy of the politics that worked out in Game of Thrones. Showed, she showed that she's not an idiot, and that she's she's shown that she would actually make well, yeah, she would make a good queen. She would make a good leader from from the actions I've seen in this episode. I was like, all right, hey. I did. I think it's just going to come to a point where where I think we might get into this later, but it's going to come to a point where she's going to have to inspire people to believe in her, kind of like how you know. I remember how how John told Daniel was like, "They'll see you for what you are. They, they'll see like why I follow you and why everyone else follows you." She's going to have to create that because it's not going to be given to her. She's going to have to show people that she's about that life and that she's the right player. Hey, are you joining me on Rhaenyra Island? Is that what is that what I'm hearing right now? Danny's still my queen, but Rhaenyra's hey, got the goods. I'm telling you, Rhaenyra's making Rhaenyra, moves. Rhaenyra, I like Rhaenyra. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still uh, Team Damon right now at this point. But hey, I liked what I saw from her this episode. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, going into um, what kind of happens next, um, you know, Corliss gets slighted, um, and you know he has a private council. With the king, him and him and Rhaenice, and you know they give the apologies. You know they 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 try to patch it up. He's you know we got kind of out of hand in the small council chamber, and um, they propose a plan. They say, King Viserys, uh, how about you marry my daughter Lena? And you know on paper it's a good match. You know it's the richest uh, family in the in the realm. Lena is described in the books as you know being like super bright, like everybody loves her, you know, she's very smart, keen, very interested in, in dragons, you know, uh, primed to be a really great dragon rider. So what's wrong? She's 12. <laughs> what, 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 what do we think about uh, this potential match? Um, and uh, yeah, let's, let's get into it, because this was really the kind of big thing uh, from the episode that people were like, huh? Like, what, what's going on? So, so what do we think about the match? I'll I'll say this, on paper and everything, it's literally the perfect match. It's mm-hmm. the only two houses from Old Valyria. It's the richest house in the realm, and like um, who is the who is the guy on the small council? Um, I know Strong. Yeah, and like and like um, Lord Strong said, it, it it shows and signifies to the realm that the house is strong. Now, when I saw Elena, I was like, Yo, this girl's six. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, I don't like. I, I'm, I'm thinking, all right, Viserys, a guy, I get it. Like that's, that's pretty tough because Viserys is like at least forty five, right? Like, and in, in the book, he's thirty. Okay, well, shit, they look, look forty. Nigga, they age like they age like dirt. Fucking landing, God, he's thirty. But Hell no, nigga! With that being said, though, his choice still doesn't make sense because, I mean, even though Lena's twelve, the girl, the girl he chooses is only three years older. I mean, yeah, the gap from twelve to fifteen isn't monumental. I mean, I guess in terms of like 
puberty, I guess it is. Cause like I mean, I it's still long no matter what, but it's still I mean, yeah, the, the odds were but I'm saying the, the you know, Lena made sense. She's got like like I said, she 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 hit she literally checks every box that you want in like if you were doing like a political matchmaking process. Dad's rich. Um, like family. And even it even sticks with the fucking weird Targaryen shit of marrying That's what cousin. I'm saying. She's like, like, literally, she's like literally the daughter of his cousin. Like so his, favorite cousin. his wife, his favorite cousin, and his wife was also his cousin. Like if you if you want to strengthen the Targaryen line and, and strengthen like what you got going the bloodline, that would be perfect. That legit checks all the boxes you need to further your your purity of your line. So like, why would you not? Why would you not? Yeah, yeah you should have picked it, the priest. Tough. Let's just <laughs> let's just go ahead and just go ahead and jump right into the whole Viserys bachelor thing, man, because. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's faced with, you know, a tough choice. You know, he just lost his, his wife and his son six months ago. And now everybody's like, hey, man, what you, you going to get back out there or not? Like, <laughs> like, like can my nigga okay. grieve? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Viserys a dork, but he deserves his room to grieve like everybody else. You know? man. I mean, I just don't think anybody else actually grieves. They were like, nigga, you loved your wife? Like, look at this guy. This guy, he likes his girl. Boo-hoo. Like, come on, nigga, move on. Get some new pussy. Like, that's that's literally what you're hearing in the street. That, that's essentially what they're telling that nigga to do. I, I hate Otto. I hate Otto at this point, but I agree with what he said. I'm like, you're the king, but I don't envy you, man. I mean, that, that was cap though, no. you know, because it was it was kind of cap, but I think it was rooted in like Otto actually lost his wife and was sad. So I like you know it was it was cap, but it was like damn that shit was kind of like you could see how Viserys could see it as sincere. Okay, so riddle me this, you know, Otto last week, literally while the the bodies were still burning, they were still <laughs> cooling off. <laughs> this nigga said, "Hey, let's Smoke talk succession, man." Nigga <laughs> said, "What you?" T- he said, "Let's talk succession," and now he's like, "Oh, I don't envy you, your grace. I don't know what you should do." You know, he was trying to throw the lob to Allison. It's right after that he says, "Hey, you gonna go see the king tonight? Viserys gonna stay here. I'm going to Dragonstone. I'm going. Viserys gonna stay here. You get in there, do what you do, and he gonna marry you." I, yeah, I, I I think what he said. I th- I think he was being sincere when he said he doesn't envy him. But wow. with that being said, I don't think he he still knows how to play the game. He knows how to exploit a weakness. But at the same time, I still believe uh, he truly meant like I I wouldn't want to be in your shoes and have to make this decision. I think it's falling for the old the old one two from Otto man. Not the rope dope. The rope dope. He he, he was you know he was trying to hedge his bets and everything. But it, what what you know kind of dawned on me is like just how kind of gross or how kind of distraught Allison was in that scene. Yeah. When her, when her dad's going off, like she seemed to be really bothered by the fact, and she's like all like really pressured by all the weight from like that her father was putting on her. Um, in that scene, she seemed really uncomfortable. She's like, "I'll go if you want me to," like, but very begrudgingly. Um, yeah, like just you kinda... can you can tell like she is riddled with anxiety mm-hmm. just because just of not only just because she's a 15 year old girl who's been told by her father to go bed the king, 
But I mean, just in general, like, like she is a young girl going to a person in power, and we we know historically, ask Fox, ask Fox News, just how badly <laughs> a a a young impressionable girl being in front of a man, a a powerful man, and how just how badly that can go, and she is absolutely like riddled with anxiety to the point where she's literally like almost peeling the skin off of her fingers mutilating like, yeah. and like you would you would think that you know a, a high-born girl like who's like in the court like a lady in waiting like who she she always like she's she's gonna have her stuff like tip-top ready to go and like she's like to the point where she you know she's peeling the you know the skin off her off her off her fingers there's probably a you know she's probably got like a bald spot or she would probably develop a bald spot just from like from pulling her hair just from all the all the anxiety that she's she looking like with. Ashley from she looking like oh, Ashley yeah. from that's why her dad like her dad like Otto has like either he doesn't care about how she's feeling or is completely oblivious to it. Either way, he knows. that's a either way. He like, asked. It is. He, he asked. He said. He said, "Hey, you're the most comely girl. Like comely, and eh. like I was like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta get a new, new uh, adjective. Like, we gotta get I new like adjective. That, I feel like he only said that just <laughs> like to kind of like, <laughs> make, like make conversation because immediately after he said that, he was like, so you're going to the king, right? Like he was just trying to like <laughs> get to the point of like, oh, like, oh, like you're, you're, you know, you're, you're destroying yourself, quote unquote." And like you're, you know, you're such a comely girl. Are you going to see the king now? Well, like, to me, to me, two episodes in, when we're talking about is Allison, like we talked about in the first episode, is Allison um, a villain or not? Just kind, of, just based off what I've seen, the first two episodes, like she doesn't want to. It seems like she doesn't want to be in the position that she's in. She's only doing what she's told, and from what we know or what we believe is going to happen later on down the line, I think it's just kind of a reaction to the situation that she was put in. It's really not like, I don't, I, from what I've gathered from her, the first two episodes, now things can change. I don't see her as someone looking to grab power. I don't look at her looking to, you know, surround herself by powerful people. She's just kind of, I feel like stuck in the system and she's just playing the role that is given to her. How does the meme go? Oh, you're a victim. Like, like that's that's what I think when I when I see like how Allison is being like manipulated and being used as a chess piece by her father Otto, just like how Tywin would use his children um, in the original throne. So you know, right there's there. so many parallels. For that. Let me let me ask this: Does Allison? Well, did Allison owe it to Rhaenyra to tell her like? Yo, I've been talking to your dad on the late night. I mean, they best friends, right? She does not owe that to him, to her to tell her. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I think I mean, he probably like I we, we I feel like this is where we're we're lacking on the podcast. We need a female. We need a female like voice <laughs> or opinion to to interject here to give yeah, us no, more of like a diatribe. The king asked her not to say anything. I mean, if you but, know, that's, that's clear treason. And then what's going right, to happen? You, you, you fucking somebody's what? mom. You telling your boy? Like, you, you going on <laughs> dates with... You going on dates with... with compl- th- that is completely with different. How is it? I just, I just flipped it. Then how is it different? <laughs> you, is because it, your mom's not making you do it. 
You going on dates? Maybe your mama? I don't know, man. You're going. What does he say? My dad's making me go talk to the to the, your dad. Like, what's up? Yeah, yeah but the king said, "Don't tell my daughter." I'd be okay, more afraid so, what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? The repercussions of Viserys uh, finding out than Rhaenyra finding out. Man, Damon took Dragonstone and is untouched. What is going to happen? <laughs> exactly. What is going to happen? They ain't going to do his shit. Hey, hey, hey Step stones are on fire for six months. Hey, that's, 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 a tough, that's a tough question. That's, that's tough. That's tough. I don't know. Personally, I don't think she owed it to her. I see how she could, but, I mean, that's, that's just a tough situation to be in because she didn't even want to be in the situation. She's just trying to make sure she don't anger any of these strong male figures in her life. Like. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a shitty situation to be in for her, no matter what. Definitely, definitely. The, but the betrayal okay. in her eyes, though, mm-hmm. in that in that scene when he when he's announcing his decision, like he fucking LeBron announcing he going to Miami, <laughs> when that nigga <laughs> announces the decision, he like hesitates and like looks over at Alex, <laughs> and they perfectly oh, cut shit. the camera, and we see. And we see, and then we're seeing, we're looking at Millie Alcock as as Rhaenyra, and she's she turns and looks at Allison, and then as he announces it, we don't see Viserys when he announces it. We're looking at her staring at Allison, and she's just fucking like she feels utterly betrayed. Her By the best way, is going to be fucking her dad. Millie Millie Alcock, she the, the, this episode she hit me in my emotions. Like in the beginning when she was at the set and she like started crying over her mother, I was like, mm-hmm. I started to tear up. I was like, I I know that feeling. I like I know where she's coming from. I was like, damn, she's like she's really in her bag. And then like you just said, Dante, they they cut to her and like just like the facial expression she's made, like she's trying to hold it together and she's just like, nah, I, I'm out. I was just like, damn, damn. <laughs> Damn. That was a, that was a master <laughs> class. Millie, Millie Alcock has brought a lot to the show. Yeah, she has. Yeah, facts. I'm going to miss her when she's gone. But um, so Allison, man, here's here's the thing. So the king says, yo, don't tell Rhaenyra about this. Essentially right there, she's choosing the king over Rhaenyra. Yes or no? Of course. Yeah. So I mean, when those lines are drawn, like you, there's no going back. Like once you're saying, once you're like, okay, I'm choosing the king. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna probably get married to the king. Woo woo. I mean, you chose your side, man. You make your bed, you lay in this. So now we're not friends anymore. Hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying Rainier should still be friends with Allison at this point. I'm just saying I see, I see why Allison wouldn't tell her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I see both sides. You know, it's. I think Allison. Is really kind of in that in that sense of bag, but you know, but we didn't get as much, you know, kind of uh, characterization for. Sen- well, we did, but like we didn't get to see like the kind of anxious side of her, you know, like you know, she was crying a lot, but she was more, like, you know, she was more like a whiny, whiny crier yeah. than like a like this is fucked up crier. You know? Yeah, I was Don't gonna say that reminds me of Sansa, just like a stronger version of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Allison, yeah. Older though. Not that much. Yeah, a little older. Yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, Allison is stuck in a between a rock and a hard place. I mean, either way, I mean, she's not going to win either. Well, she's well, she's going to win either way, but she's not going to win either way just because you know she tells Rhaenyra the king is pissed off, and then I guess she doesn't get married, or they still get married, or you know he doesn't doesn't tell Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra is still heartbroken. They still get married. I mean, like. To, to a certain point, it's like now you're betraying your husband. 
at, at this point before you're even even married well, I mean, I think before that, it was just like she, like her dad, too. Like, you know, she's getting pressured by her dad to go visit the king. Then the king is now like opening up to her and, and like, you know, has that trauma bond and feels like a, a confidant with her. Because I don't even think it's like, you know, I don't I don't think it's like really anything on on like a sexual basis. I really just think he enjoys like her company. I do, too. Um, and, you know, kind of like talking to her about like she's someone that enjoys history as well and he's like when he's explaining like his um remodel of old valeria and everything and she gives him that well, gift uh you know mending i'm actually glad you said that because didn't we learn in game of thrones or we've we've heard this before that kings a good kings should fall should uh, focus on their duty not what they want to do like if if he was really focused on his duty, he would have married and wed Lena. But said he chose his feeling, he chose what he wanted to do, and chose Allison. And now shit's gonna go to shit. Literally, literally bad choice. Literally, everyone said choose the other person. Like yeah. literally, yeah. even fucking even Otto's maester. That nigga Otto is the lord of Old Town. And the maester that is of Lothar, he was like, he was like, yeah, but I don't want to upset my daughter. He said, what the fuck does that matter? Fuck her. <laughs> like he was literally like, he was like, yeah, but I don't want to up like. And then you, and then he picks something that upsets his daughter even more. Anyway, like, yeah. so he yeah. actually didn't uh, yeah. give a fuck about his daughter. Right. That nigga just wanted what right. he wanted. Hey, in the in the coming weeks, it's just going to be even more and more apparent that Viserys fumbled the bag, and it's just gonna it's gonna be. Crazy. It's gonna be dreadful. That, that decision is is the start of I mean, I guess not the start, because the downfall has already started. Nigga let mm-hmm. you know, and we we should probably like touch on kind of the mm-hmm. the start of like some of the other stuff that's happened with allowing Damon to seize Dragonstone, you know? Right, He's so allowed Damon, a lot of chinks in his armor. Yeah, so Damon's been holed up squatting in Dragonstone for the past six months with Masaria because he just refuses to go home, and he, he hates the veil. He literally does, and so what? he's got all his city yeah. watch guys out in uh, out in Dragonstone, living it up. You know, it's like, hey, my brother's got home. Let's fucking go. And so he decides to steal the dragon egg um, from the dragon pit. Well, first he fabricates a story that Masaria is pregnant and they're getting married, so he steals, goes to King's Landing, yeah, steals wild. an egg from the, from the dragon us. pit. <laughs> Just to get his brother's attention, man. So, you know what time it is, fellas. It's Dame time. How are we feeling about <laughs> our rogue prince, man? I was kind of baffled. Like, this nigga really, so she's not pregnant and y'all weren't planning to get married? Like, <laughs> nigga, said, nigga said one day, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking. Not knowing, she said, "Nigga, I got my tooth tied." Like she was like, she was like, "Ain't shit happening." I, my whole thing is, is, why even lie about it? Just take the egg. Just yeah, yeah, just take it, and then <laughs> and then bail. He didn't well, even want take the egg, it because I wanted to. He didn't want the egg. No, he, he just wanted his brother's like attention. He, was Trump. he threw that shit back like he's trumping <laughs> after the after the fucking hurricane in Puerto Rico, shooting the fucking. Donald Trump shooting me. That that was comedy. I'm not gonna lie. That, that was that's pretty funny. <laughs> I, mean, I think the reason he gave it back though, because he was he was put with a choice, because he knows. That, because I think he loves Rhaenyra. He he literally loves his niece. He's like I when she said 
what are you going to do, kill me and, and become the heir? Like that, I'm the only thing that's, step, that's standing in your way. And he, like, you could tell he muddled it over. Is like, I, I can't kill you. This is, here, take it. This, is, this ain't worth it. He, he, he thought, I got to come up with another plan that doesn't involve me. I don't know what it's called. What's the kind of side when you, when you kill your niece? But that, I, I, I can't kill my family member like that. Wait, so, so what do you think he wants then? He wants the throne. And what I think he should do is why not, if, if, you, if, you're, if that's where you're at and you want to be the heir, why not just marry Rhaenyra? Yeah. At least the others were distant cousins. He <laughs> <laughs> got married his direct sister. He got married his sisters. That's a hundred years before this show happens. Man, man. We ain't gotta it's we ain't gotta go back near, yeah. The Targaryen is still next Come on, Mike. Yeah, like that's like a pretty out of left field. It makes yes, sense. it is. I mean, I know Danny and John were aunts and aunt and uh, nephew, but that shit was they didn't know. Like this one, <laughs> this nigga, this nigga has known her since birth. Like I guarantee, I, I guarantee you, not even that far back in, in Targaryen lineage, that one brothers and sisters married each other, and two brothers oh, and first absolutely. cousins married each other, or like marrying the family, is- with family isn't an issue. Jaharis's wife, Alisan, was his sister. They they went they went behind yeah they went behind uh you know their parents back because like it was outlawed in the Seven Kingdoms until Jaharis was like nah us Targaryens different you gotta let us oh, you gotta yeah, let us get married that's I, I, the, I, yeah yeah so that's, what I'm saying. that's what that's what I think should be their plan. They both, because they'll, they'll both, she'll be queen, he'll be king, and the Targaryen name will still be passed on. And Damon doesn't even want, really want the throne. I think he just wants the title of king and let Rhaenyra uh, run the kingdom, the queendom. I, I think I disagree. I think Damon wants, I mean, Damon wants the throne. I think he wants the throne. I just don't think he's gotten to the point where he is ready to kill his family over it. I think we are seeing him start to get there. Because he's getting bolder and bolder with the ploys for, um, I guess, attention or statements that he wants to make. Because, I mean, seizing the Targaryen house seat instead of going to Roomstone, like, I, I don't even know where the fuck Roomstone is, is where. The uh, what? That's in the Vale? Oh, okay. I only know where the fucking, where they got the moon door. Yeah, like yeah. um, the Royce family, um, Lord Royce, um, oh, from Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's, that's, that's his, that's yeah. his, uh, that's his uh, house seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. See, nigga, nigga really hates being up in the mountains, and can't blame him. Mountains kind of ass. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, said, nigga said he chooses beach. Like nigga chooses chooses staying on the beach. But like seizing that kind of. The ancestral seat of the Targaryens is a pretty bold claim. In addition to stealing, basically nuclear launch codes. Yeah, so actually, I have a I got I have a take on Dame on Damon. So I, 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 I fuck with, I fuck with Dame. It's, it's Dame time. I fuck with him. He's a dude. Yes, sir. This dude's <laughs> doing crazy shit. But here's the thing, though. I feel like Damon is. Damien is like a almost is almost like a rabid dog. Not even a rabid dog, just like a dog like a dog chasing a car. 
Like he wants the throne. He, he has ambition. Yeah, he he wants the throne. He has ambition. He wants to like ascend to these higher, like these lofty dreams. But there's not really any follow through with what happens next. But oh yeah, I want like I want to be king. Like I, I want the title of being king. And then what? Like he does. I like he wouldn't like he doesn't know. I feel like he wouldn't know what to do afterwards. Like he's like he is. He's he's very smart. He's 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 battle tested. He like he knows. Like he's like your prototypical knight. Like the the type of person that you would want on your king's guard. Like the type of person that the Rainier should have been choosing from is the type of person that da- the Damon is. But those type of people don't make good kings. We've seen this time and time again. Like like uh That's like Robert, good. like he was he was the he was the best warrior in a in a generation for for many for decades. Like you you couldn't touch Robert Rathian. You couldn't touch him. He was untouchable. But once he became king, like it was peacetime. There was no, there was no war to fight. There was I mean there were hardly any wars to fight or anything. To, any insurrections to put down. He's just out here doing king shit. But he didn't he didn't give a fuck about uh, being a king. He was, he was just drinking and slinging that dick and <laughs> king, and that was it. I, mean, I I agree. I I think if like Damon is kind of like a rabid dog in the sense that whenever he catches what he's chasing after, he he wouldn't know he wouldn't know what to do with it. Which which why I think kind of you know, helps my agenda of him and Rhaenyra actually being a, would be a good uh, a wedding match. Again, he gets the title, she gets to run the kingdom. They, their heirs will ascend the throne. That's essentially what they both want. It'd be a win-win for both. They're both dragon riders. Who would challenge their reign with both of them at the helm? You heard it here first. Mikey Dimes. That shit's shipping gross, bro. Uncle Dan <laughs> and Rhaenyra. Doctor, you're, you're saying that's gross, but the whole Targaryen line's gross. Of course but it I'm is. Just, I'm just saying. I'm playing, the gotta, game, I'm playing the Game of Thrones. Do you want to be in the or not? We don't got to propagate it. God damn, bro. Shit. <laughs> game of Thrones like, already propagated. Hey, hey, is this the same man that said he should have picked the preteen? Hey, man. Because he should have. <laughs> that shit is less gross. I didn't say it wasn't gross. I said all that shit was gross. It's just right less here gross. Is, is damn 56, 18. I don't know how old she is. She's not 18. Oh, she was the same age as Allison. She 15, bro. <laughs> she 15. She 15, uh, bro. I mean, sure, better than, better than 12. Pod. But I'm just saying, like, that nigga, that nigga has grown up with her, uh, bro. Like, he's known her since she was a fucking baby. That's some... OD level pedophile shit, man. At least you can <laughs> argue with brother and sisters. They're at least similar ages. This I, will, I will say, uh, Damon is supposed to be only 12 years older than Rhaenyra. <laughs> only. 12 years older. I'm 12 years older than my brother, and I feel like an uncle. So, shit, that shit's a lie. No, but that scene of Dragonstone was, was pretty dope when. Absolutely. Uh, draws a sword, puts it on him, then all of a sudden you hear Caraxes in the back. The uh, what? What is he called? The uh, long the, the red, red worm. Blood worm. Red worm. Blood worm. The blood, blood worm. worm. Comes crawling over a mountain. I'm like, okay, this nigga looks formidable. Then, and then we, we Actually, see them kind of. 
we see the clouds started, started doing their little thing, and then Cyrax goes flying through. I didn't know that Cyrax was that much. She's Cyrax is a lot smaller than than Caraxes uh, now. Oh I yeah. I was like, okay, ooh, that, that that battle in the air. I think I'm I'm taking Caraxes in a sweep with that. I, I don't know what kind of flyer uh, Rainier is, but Caraxes is, is, is a lot bigger than Cyrax. Yeah, and so actually, not about it. The fact that uh, with Caraxes, like the fact that he's like so deformed and like weird looking, only kind of like Caraxes, like they're they're the dragons or the I guess the dragon riders kind of the dragons and the dragon riders kind of mirror each other, and mm-hmm. Caraxes is like a like he's a deformed kind of wild crazy beast and it only kind of fits that you know Damon. his dragon rider is also kind of a wild and crazy beast like yep. you you clearly see that Damon has you know has softer sides to him like he he very clearly cares about Masaria he he told a lie on her <laughs> about her beforehand <laughs> but <laughs> He he very he he cares about her. I mean, he t- he took her with a dragonstone. Like he care he cares about her. He cares about Rhaenyra. He cares about his family, but also at the same time, he's got that that mad dog to him. And like it only the the two kind of marry each other. One thing I, I wanted to say before we passed over, I, I thought it was dope how uh, when Rhaenyra was in the small council, she like spoke in Valyrian's like, "Which egg did he take?" And it mm-hmm. was like supposed to be Dreamfire is the one that was supposed to be uh, was it Dreamfire? Uh, uh, yeah, it was Dreamfire. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, Dreamfire. It was uh, it's supposed to be uh, Prince Prince Balon's uh, egg. And I was like, that's yeah. when like okay, nah, you really disrespecting my uh, my father mm-hmm. and my my brother. Nah, right. we got, we got, I got to handle this. That's when I was like, all right, yeah, she was ready to ride. Yeah, she got a bus and said, let's ride. But hey, bro, I think I think Cyrax got a better chance than y'all think. That nigga Caraxes too skinny, too skinny. <laughs> yeah, slim, yeah, Reaper. slim Reaper looking out, he, out there, looking like Chet, man. You know, just but just because of how oh, chill. But just because of how <laughs> just because of how Caraxes is built, um, I just kind of got this image in my head, but. I would like to see. It's probably not gonna happen. I would like to see him like wrap around something like a snake and like like crush it. Oh, oh that's yeah. like, that yeah. to choke something out, man. Oh, Put him man. in a sleeper hold. That'd be lit. That would be cool, man. That that scene was beautifully shot, and and like I think we're we're definitely gonna see you know some dragon fights in this in this show. I would be team Cyrax over Caraxes as of right now, but I loved like okay. the different roars, like the different distinctive yeah, roars. His was kind cool. of like a, it was it was like a screech more than I think of like a like a roar or whatnot. But um, I thought that was really interesting that touch there, and I think like you said, Alex Damon is still, uh, you know, he's got the side where he's kind of wild and unhinged, but he's still pretty soft. Um, like he's he's soft for the people that he cares about. Yeah. Um, even towards the end of the show, as they start to, you know, Cor- Corliss is sick of being slighted, and you know he's over here talking to Damon and pr- uh, pitching him on a proposition uh, to support his incursion into the Stepstones. 
Like he's over there kind of talking shit about Viserys, and he's like, "Hey, chill out. I'm the only one that can talk shit about my brother." <laughs> yeah, oh, that's like, real. Oh, damn. I like that. I like. I, he I like still, that. He still he still cares about him. He's like, "I'm talking shit, but like, not everybody gets to. I'll bust you in the mouth." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's even funny because all right, so we'll get into this in a second. Let me get this segue on. So Damon, obviously, short attention span. So if there's something that's going to take up, you know, his time, take up all of his attention, it's war. So, you know, let's get to it. Corliss calls him to Driftmark and says, and gives him a good-ass speech, man. Good-ass remember the Titan speech, man. Basically, it's like, hey, look, man, I got this shit out of the mud, brother. Facts. <laughs> like, come on, don't play with me. I'm a trench baby. I'm he a said, trench baby. Said, unlike all the other lords in this kingdom, I'm the only one that can say I built my house on my own back. On my own back. Nigga, I was like, <laughs> I was like all right, that's <laughs> tough. Like, how many right. ships you got? A lot. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> no kizzy, but yeah. So Damon's like, yeah, man. My brother, my brother's a bad king, and Corliss like, hell yeah, man, fuck that nigga. And Damon's like, chill. <laughs> hey, you chill. Yeah, chill. Right, chill. chill. Hey, be tight, but chill. Corliss started <laughs> flaming that nigga. He's he like, you getting too familiar, Corliss. You getting way too familiar. So, so this is the link up of the century, man. You know, we we got to support the black man always, and you know it's Dame time on this pod at all times, twenty four seven. So, man, what do we think about this link up? You know, we spoke about it a little earlier. Um, the stepstones, you know, hey, the triarchy. I'll say this in the book: the triarchy greatly outnumbers um, the Valerian and Damon forces. How many dragons so, they got? Um, as of, as of right now. <laughs> Caraxes. Oh, I meant the triarchy. Oh, yeah, zero. So right. we'll see. Yeah, so I, right. I think Alex, if you could, or, or Mike, one of y'all, if y'all could touch on like a little bit on just like who the triarchy is and the stepstones. I had to like Google. I was like, who the fuck is the stepstones? Because we never even heard about them in the show. And I was like, it's it's like, so, what, like can y'all touch on that shit? The, like, the steps, the stepstones. I don't know if it, this is a little bit of a lore history. So back when the uh, Children of the Forest and the Giants were running around, Children of the Forest, this is like when the first man came over, that used to be a land bridge that connected Westeros to Essos. And in order for uh, the first man to stop coming over through that path, the Children of the, children of the Forest used their blood magic, used their uh, old magic, and flooded the whole thing. The only thing that remained were the Stepstones. So it's like a legit, like, I guess an archipelago of small islands that are lasted from the flood. Now, Alex, you could probably touch more on the triarchy than I could, but yeah, that's just a little lore for actually how the Stepstones were created and that it actually used to be a land bridge. Yeah. Like, uh, um, what was I about to say? Uh, you're saying how, like, you know, like that was the, uh, we, this was what, this was pre- um, Age of Heroes when all when all this was going down. Yeah, so when, I was gonna uh, say right around Age of Heroes, probably. Yeah, because this was still when there was like, I'd still un- enough giants and and uh, almost called them green folk. Um, you know, uh, children of the forest. Children, children of the forest. Of the <laughs> There's still like enough of them running around to the point where they could actually do the whole like hammer of waters thing and like literally smash that entire landmass and, and, and to like make it into like a bunch of like a, a chain of mountains. 
not mountain, the chain of islands down there. But uh, yeah, the triarchy is like they're like they're basically like okay. So way back in the day, pre Doom of Valyria, um, you had of course you know the Valyrian Freehold, which had all of the Valyrian power and everything. But that wasn't where all of the power was located. There were, of course, different other there were other cities in Essos that were a part of of uh, of the Valyrian Freehold. You know, you got you got Volantis, you got Pentos, you got Norvos. There's Mir. Bravos part of it. Bravos is one of Bravos one of them. Uh, Tyros, and then there's another one that I'm forgetting. Um, Lease. Lease. Um, I don't. Yeah, and Lease. Yeah, and so those are all like. Free cities, quote, quote unquote, mm-hmm. free cities, but they're a part of Valyria. And after the doom of Valyria, and you know, Valyria fell, all, all those they became like their own, you know, their own city and whatnot. And so, the priority basically, yeah, they're that they're they've kind of like their own like independent city states with their own and culture, it, their own like way of, of selecting their own leaders and things like that. Yeah, and the triarchy basically they come from Volantis, but it's like a it's not the like the ruling heads of Volantis, but it's like the like it's it's a different it's like a, it's a it's like almost like a mercenary group of it's like the militia of Volantis. Yeah, but but they themselves aren't the ones who are doing the fighting. It's not like they're like it's not like they're the second sons or like the uh, or the what was the other one? Gold cloaks. Yeah it's not like they're like they weren't like actual like fighters and whatnot, they kind of like sent people out doing doing like you know emissary not emissaries out to kind of do their their own not their own thing, but like kind of like to do their bidding. And this this dude, this crap, there's a crab feeder dude. Can't remember, I cannot remember his name, but Kragus Drehar. There, there we go. He's a he's from he's from Mir, with you know one of the one of the free one of the free cities, and so he's kind of like co opted that name. From, like they're like they're, he kind of like he is a part of the triarchy, but not like he kind of co-opted that name. But at the same time, like has got a bunch of forces behind him. Like you said, KP, like in the books, like their numbers far outmatch what the Valerian what the Valerians and the Dragon Riders have right now. Just because, but just from from name and his feats alone. I mean, it's not like he's just out here. Just you know, selling someone's name, you know, swagger jack somebody. Like he actually is out here nailing niggas to to post and shit and letting crabs eat them. So he's uh, he's got the name in both, like the name in both title and also by his actions, and that's why. Yeah. So essentially, the stepstones is like an un- unclaimed land between, yeah. like the strait between essos and it's like uh, essentially like kind of like cuba off the coast of florida so if the people are occupying that and doing shit it's like united states are gonna you know turn turn eye to it or you think we would yeah when i looked at it on the map it's like okay so if if corliss is you know his, he gets all his money from trade then obviously he's trading goods from essos to westeros and back and forth and so as he's trying to pass through you know, between the two countries, like the Stepstones is a strategic position, like you said, that's going to fuck up my ports and my trade routes if these niggas are like killing my, you know, killing my ships and killing my, or, you know, destroying my ships and killing my sailors. I was just curious kind of if 
if this was similar to like the the cities in Slavers Bay that we saw back in Essos, or if these were like totally different new entities. I would yeah, honestly say like, this is unclaimed land at this point. Yeah, so like remember when um the uh the Slavers Bay masters all kind of like linked up. Yeah. To, to fuck with Danny. All right, so this is like that because like Triarchy is um an alliance between Mir, Lise, and Tyrosh. And they're putting all their money behind Crab Feeder to like take over the Stepstones. And like Corla says, they they've got their eye on like they got bigger fish to fry because they realize Viserys is weak. Uh, a girl is the heir to the throne, and there's no real, you know, future in sight for the king's bloodline. So they've been trying to cook some shit up. They're ready to try to embargo uh, Westeros, which is why Corlys is like, "Yo, like these niggas live kind of close to me, and like they take the food out my mouth. So like, let's get to work. It's not bothering everybody else right now, but you know how they were doing, um, like how Robert in the beginning of the Game of Thrones was like, "Yo, let's let's kill fucking." Baby Daenerys, like let's get her yeah. out the paint. You know yeah. that's what that's what Corlys is on. You know he said that quote about the storm. Don't wait for it to come. You got to either go to it or go around it. So but never wait on. What, it. You know? Yeah, never yeah. wait on that. Shit. And so. and the stepstones is strategically like bordering Dorne too. And like yeah. you mm-hmm. said, Dorne mm-hmm. is still not a part of Westeros. Like it's it's technically the six kingdoms right now, right? Yeah, technically, like they, yeah. They do not have Dorne in the fold. It's it's more so some kind of armistice and then, you know, periodic raids and, and whatnot. But they're they're still kind of a free kingdom in Westeros. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Dorne, Dorne held out, man. Uh, I'm bad, I'm bad, unbroken. unbroken. You feel me? Yeah. The, the desert, birds. man. So next week, man. We're looking at we're looking at a banger, I think, man. I think we're gonna get you know the first part of uh, the struggle in the Stepstones. Um, Allison is gonna be queen next episode, man. That's gonna that's yeah, this, fucking this nuts. time skip's kind of yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, it's gonna I, be crazy. I, I it. uh, one thing I want to ask you guys because um, in the original Game of Thrones, you know, they gave us so many incredible battle scenes, Blackwater. Uh, Watchers on the Wall, Battle of the Bastards. You know, they gave us some quality, quality battle scenes without dragon fire and without dragons. So I'm curious, do you guys think we're going to get any battles during House of the Dragon that doesn't involve any dragons? Do you think it's just going to be just just knights and spears and shields just going out it, going at it, like just like out the paint, old school Game of Thrones? Do you think we're always going to have that one trump card just with a dragon that's going to come in and just blaze everything up? Yeah, it ain't called think, House of the Foot Soldiers. I'll tell you that. Much. Yeah, facts. Like I don't think I don't think we're getting another Battle of the Bastards. Like we're not like you know as amazing as that was, and and like as you actually feel so immersed in that struggle and feel like you're you know you're John starving for air in that situation. Like they just have seventeen dragons in this show. Or however many, like, so, like, and House of the Dragons is in the name. Like, that's the one time that you really get to see the dragons get in their back is when they burn and shit, burn and shit down. Like, other than that, why mm-hmm. why is a dragon on screen, you know? I'm excited to see how it compares to, to uh, Game of Thrones battles. Like, with these dragons, like, how they incorporate them and how it's going to compare to, you know, the battles that I, I just mentioned. I'm I'm giving loot train vibes. That's what, at least what the preview seems Ooh, like. It seems yeah. like that shit's just like a, a I trump love, card. I love the loot train episode. Loot train, like, loot train was great. Amazing, it's like so. it's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a trump card. Like, hey, whichever size has the dragons is gonna end up 
is going to end up likely, you know, winning that altercation. And it's just a, it's just a mass destruction on their part. Yeah. But another thing about the loot train, she also had Dothraki, like mounted Dothraki. And like, you know, yeah, they was going to fuck them up. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> In the open field. You really didn't need uh, yeah, Drogon. You, sprinkle a, you, only had one, you only brought one dragon. You sprinkle a little Drogon on top of the Dothraki. And man, that's a, that's a cookout right there. That's, that's <laughs> easy job. Barbecued chicken, man. Yeah, Barbecue that's just Dothraki on open field. Game. So, Game set. Right. They would have warned us. Yep. All right, so like we always do at this time, I need an MVP of the episode, and I need a prediction for the next one. So somebody kick us off. I guess I'll uh, I'll do the kicking. Um, MVP of the episode, obviously, I'm going to have to give it to Rhaenyra. She had multiple multiple scenes where she, I was like, okay, she's her lady of action, is going to show that she's about that life. She's going to show that she deserves and is going to take the throne and prove to people, you know, that that she's deserving, which is is why I love it. I got a real Danny vibe, real Danny vibes from her. Um, Predictions, I I would, I I wish I would have had my prediction from last episode for this one. Because I I think I predicted the stepstones and the war were going to happen this episode. Um, so I'm obviously we saw the preview. There's going to be war with that. I think we're going to see, cause we've just seen the previews that, uh, Alison gave birth to Aegon. So I think we're going to see a little bit of animosity again towards them. Maybe we're going to see like the, the brewings of the start of the civil war between them. I think that's what we're going to see towards the end of that episode. Okay. Okay. I'll Who's say, next? See here, of course, I'm, my my uh, MVP for the episode is of course Rhaenyra. Like like you said, Mike. Yeah. Like I mean, Millie Al- Millie Alcock. She is at, like chewing up every single scene that she is in. She's like, yeah, she's done a great job. She is doing phenomenal work. Like the 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 range that she's able to portray, and and like she like she really didn't have too many lines per se. Except for uh, like her encounter with Damon at Dragonstone, but like she didn't have too many lines per se, but just her presence on on camera and just Back. the way that she carries herself and just commands like commands the room. Like you, you kind of have to like look and and look find out where she is. Pay attention to her. Yeah, like that's 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 big time. And Millie Alcock is she is going. If hopefully no one, hopefully. She doesn't get bullied off of Twitter for something for some stupid <laughs> shit that happens in this. Doesn't in this get show. canceled. Like, like hopefully the the toxic Game of Thrones fan Game of Thrones fans don't get to her. But she's hey kudos. She's my MVP. And then see her, my uh-huh. prediction. My prediction. I like for for the next episode and kind of going forward. Um, I my prediction is that we are every episode. We see Viserys; he's gonna have some new rotting wound, because we saw in the first episode he had a thing on his back that was not healing. Mm-hmm. We saw in this episode his pinky was he had he had, he had, he, had the, he had the he had the Dumbledore syndrome. Where he his, had the Dumbledore. I was waiting like, for somebody he, to he, say it. Like, he got cursed, and now now his now his fingers rotting away. So I feel like next episode we're gonna see him. Next time we like you gotta. I don't know if it's gonna. Unless it's something that's very obvious, like oh yeah, like your whole arm is now turned black because it's rotted away, like it'll be smaller things where 
you have to kind of pay attention to how he like just kind of how he's moving around and just kind of how is like how like how he looks because mm-hmm. you're gonna no- you're gonna notice more and more injuries on this dude until until he whenever he when however he gets done in he's gonna have a lot of a lot of scars from this throne. Right on. All right, Dante. JP, you go, man. I'm saving mine for last. Jeez, I, got, all right, I, got man. A, I got a hot take, man. Jeez, all right. That's why we here, man. That's why that's why we do it. But okay, my MVP of the episode, man, you know, you know I'm Rhaenyra Hive, man. You know, she really showed why she's a why she's a five star prospect, man. She's very <laughs> before her time, man. You know, she's really like, you know, the you know, like she's before her time. She was Danny before Danny, you know, I think a lot of people we're going to fall in love with her character, you know, as the story progresses. Uh, my prediction is I think we're going to, I think we're going to have like a little two-year time jump. And we are going to see, um, we're going to see Lena and Lenor Valerion get involved in, in the conflict, whether it be on Dragonback or, you know, on foot. You know, we're going to see, we're going to see Lena uh, claim her dragon which, uh, so, you know, wait, Lena's a dragon he, rider? Right, you didn't know that? Yeah. They hinted, they damn near told you it in the show. Shit, who did she ask about? about who Vagar. did they hear singing off, this off Spice Town, man? Oh, yeah, hashtag, Vagar. where's Vagar? They hashtag set it up. Where's they set Vagar, it up. man? They, so, they really set it up there. So, Lena's gonna, yeah, gonna claim her mount, and you Which know, we're gonna get a sense Valerian. We're gonna the see the, the, the hoary old pit. bitch in action, man. As George <laughs> says, so that's, that's my prediction. We're gonna see the Valerian kids get in, get into the action on Dragonback. Let's go. Love to see it. Need to see our black folks get active, man. I'm always on Team Valerian, man. Yes, that's sir. My team. But, but look, man, I I understand why y'all put Rhaenyra up there, but she didn't have a perfect ep, you know. Yeah. When she was talking with Rainies, she said, hey, you know, she tried to dunk on her and be like, oh, they rejected you. And she was like, look, let me tell you something, little girl, man. They they would write <laughs> this shit down before they let you, like, did you be sure to remind them that as you're pouring them drinks, bitch. Like, yeah, she, she, she really clapped back and said, bitch, you are a cup bearer. <laughs> like, you don't have no damn. Yeah, I was like, you don't have no, you pour drinks. Like, you, you really don't have no real power. Like, so she got a slight there. And we ended the episode with her best friend being her new mom. Come on. Like, yeah, she had to storm out the room having a temper tantrum. Like, come on. Like, I, I, like I could see how that like she she had some good moments throughout the middle, but she kind of got dunked on in some other parts. She got sent out the room in the small council. Rainey's reminded her that you are just the cupbearer, and that shit is just for show, bro. Like this is not really about to happen. Like we we've been here, done that. Like this shit is not gonna happen. Yeah, you, you know, know what's funny about Rainey saying that though, because that means Corliss was just going home pissed off. Like, man, these motherfuckers out here got me pissed off, man. Like, yeah, he was Corliss went home like Stanley on the office, just pissed, man. Like, oh, these, <laughs> these crackers got me fucked up, man. <laughs> out there bitching to his wife, man. I was like, you wouldn't believe this shit. <laughs> I know Corliss is out there, like, oh, man, I actually. I gotta give I gotta give MVP to Chief Schemer, man. 
the slime ball himself, Otto Hightower, man. That nigga, that nigga put a plan in action. That nigga put a plan in action and executed it to flawless protection. You should have seen the way that smug ass nigga sat in the chair after after Corliss got up like that. He was sick, man. <laughs> but the thing was, is, if Rainier wouldn't have showed up at Dragonstone, he probably would have been dead. A, but he still went. He still went, still came back. Like, and who yes, saved him? Who saved him? A, nigga and got when a the W. Back. Nigga got a W. He might not have been the leading scorer, but still got a W. <laughs> <laughs> still, still got the W. And that nigga got his daughter to be, got his daughter to be um, queen, and is gonna have his bloodline as you know the the more uh, refuted, unrefuted claim as heir to the throne. So, I mean, that nigga really enacted a plan six months ago and saw it come out to perfect fruition against all of everyone else's better judgment. Literally against everyone else's better judgment. <laughs> that nigga still real. won. Like, that, that's real. So, it's, so it's, hard to, it's hard to, you know, say he was a loser. I feel like that that's flawless execution on his part. Otto Hightower is the Draymond Green of Westeros. <laughs> Mr. Triple Single himself. It's better than calling Corliss that, man. I was like, yeah, I'll take that over yeah, Corliss, man. It, it don't show up on the stat sheet, but he contributes to winning ball. Man. Don't show up on the stat sheet. Hey, and I'm still on for my hot take prediction of Viserys dead. Uh, dead episode three. It, it might not come true, but I'm gonna still hold on tight. That nigga, that finger looked nasty, bruh. <laughs> oh, nasty as fuck. Who knows, man? That, that nigga might slip and fall and end up like Mago or stabbed through the neck on the crone on the throne or some shit, bruh. You know, so you sticking with that prediction? All I'm, right, I'm ladies sticking and gentlemen. with the hot take. He's not gonna make it through episode three. We're seeing a significant time jump, man. We're, we're like the, the baby is already at least a toddler. Based yeah, off that year. picture, so we see it. Year and a half. We see it. That nigga, that finger, not gonna be looking good. Like you said, shit might work all the way up through his arm. Hey, maybe the maggots worked, man. Come on. Girl, maybe the maggots worked. That shit. That nigga. That nigga's whole <laughs> that shit was bandaged up. The maggots did not work. <laughs> hey, that's time to cut that finger off. <laughs> Hey, this hey, they need a burn. Nigga didn't get his tetanus shot, man. Nigga. <laughs> that this car literally started. <laughs> While he was talking <laughs> to Allison, he was like, no. While he was talking to Rhaenyra, he was like, your mother's death is a wound that will never heal. While you can very, <laughs> while you can very clearly see his rotted ass finger is rotted away. Like, like, that's clear foreshadowing. This dude ain't gonna make it. Like, right. he ain't gonna make it. Like, he got, he got wounds I might amend it. away. I might amend it to, like, episode five. Like, give me, like, two mm. more episodes. I, give I, me, like, two more episodes. But he, I don't think he makes it more than halfway through this season, man. This is kind of a segue. I know we're, we're about to wrap up the pod, but there's, there's one part of the show that we kind of skipped over, and Alex just kind of brought it up and helped me remember. But when he was talking to Allison in his little room, and he was giving the breakdown of, like, the Targaryen history and the history of Old Valyria and uh, talking about how the Freehold and the Dragon Riders, the strongest of the, of the Dragon Riders, lived, like, in the volcano. And, like, the volcano is where they did their, their blood magic and all that. I just thought that was kind of a, a dope aside to, uh, to the lore of Game of Thrones. And the fact that we keep getting little tidbits like that so far in the first episode and the second episode, it's just... Because I feel like only people who are, like, deep nerds like us would even know about that. And it's like, oh, shit, they're, they're shedding light on shit that, you know, isn't really common knowledge, but stuff people should should know. 
That's hey, they're sprinkling them the seeds right for the for the GOTEU, man. Sprinkling them seeds. <laughs> <laughs> we, we about to get um, some after the show stingers. We're motherfucking watch a uh, Jack and Hagar pop up in the in the after after the <laughs> oh, show. Stingers. <laughs> the <laughs> 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 the pop up, motherfucker. I've like, been the whole time. Hell, she's like three hundred years old, so. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean she, she, she damn sure could be alive. That bitch is old as fuck. Yeah, she. I yeah. mean, she canonically uh, she's alive right now. Yeah, and yeah, she's she doing she Game of Thrones, yeah. House of the Dragon. So, shit, she probably yeah. st- actually no, because I was about to say she probably still in slavery, but nah. <laughs> damn, <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> he, low key, I think she might be. I don't know, man. Maybe, man. It depends on when she got out and when she got that necklace, you know. So, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see, man. I, I don't want her to really pop up, but, you know, they. Yeah. I saw a tweet that said, like, she wants to come back. Like, yeah, no shit she wants to come back. Yeah. Like, that's the best. That's the <laughs> she wants to come back. <laughs> I Game of Thrones. Of course she does. Literally. Literally. So, let's see. We got hour 16. Let's wrap this thing up, gentlemen. Anything, uh, any final remarks y'all want to y'all wanna say before we, uh, before we peace out? No, but I touched on what I wanted to say, so. Tap in Sunday at 9. Tap in Sunday. Sunday. Go follow Man Gossip on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Man, we got to get our views up, man. Y'all go watch the YouTube videos, man. You know, as much as as much as y'all, you know, love the the Spotify and Apple podcast, man. Hey, just go on the YouTube, man. We can't be out here with 60. Come on, exactly. fuck with your boys. Fuck with us. <laughs> fuck with your boys. Come on, haters. We need we need the hate. Come on. You got to tap in the hate. We love the love, but we need the hate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, you know, uh, we are wrapping up episode two. We can't wait for next week. It's about to be a crazy one, man, because, you know, they're just kind of zipping past all, like, the minutiae and just, like, time skip into all the big shit which is which is cool i love it i love it so let's motherfucking do it all right can't wait to talk to talk with you boys again next week hell yeah all right. until next time it's kp shit